0: Yo, it's Ron Banks, and it's time for another mini soul. Let's jump into it. What if I told you that you are capable? That you are capable of achieving that goal you dream about? What if I told you that you are capable of making that goal a reality? Would you believe me? Would you have doubts or hesitations? Would you simply underestimate your ability or potential? Would you celebrate? If your goal really did become your reality. See, you and I were the same. Because I too have goals. Big goals. Visions I can see in full HD every time I blink. Every time I close my eyes to sleep, they're there. But sometimes I hesitate. Sometimes I have doubts. I'm human. But I've learned to fight and push through that fear I feel through consistently practicing a handful of exercises that have helped me on this journey. Here's how to make your goals a reality. Now, my goal for this conversation in no way is to make you feel discouraged about the progress you've made towards your personal goals, but instead to encourage you to A, start if you haven't, or B, to keep pushing forward because you are capable and your goals can become your reality. Let's talk about it. Number one is take inventory of your life. This is a must before you can really make progress on your journey as you set goals and work to chase them down. Now, in order to do this, I want you to ask yourself this question. Where am I mentally and emotionally at this current stage in my life? Are you in a solid place mentally and emotionally? Is there something that you're still holding on to? Is there a weight that you're tired of carrying? Or like I said, are you in a solid place? Maybe you're good. See, the reason I asked you to ask this question is because sometimes we think that just because we have willpower and grit to chase our goals, that that's enough. But what we don't always think about is the pieces in our life, primarily mentally and emotionally, that have proven to be obstacles for us. Roadblocks that are seemingly invisible because we're just not paying attention. Now, the key to working through this is taking inventory of what those obstacles are and then working to remove or declutter them. Easier said than done, but totally worth it once you understand what your personal obstacles are. I shared a quote with you from Maya Angelou in a previous conversation that said nothing will work unless you do. This is an excellent reminder to clear those obstacles in our life so we can operate at 100% and start chasing down those goals we dream about. Number two is stop making excuses. This statement carries so much weight on its own that I'm hesitant about pushing this conversation further because I really just want you to soak this in on a personal level. What excuses are you making in your life? Regardless if they're quote unquote legitimate or not, What are those excuses you keep telling yourself? Now, I'm not talking about physical or mental health limitations you may have. That's a different conversation that may require you to make a few adjustments to your goals. But what I am talking about is that excuse you've probably told yourself this morning or last night. You know, that one that you believe is legitimate but really isn't. Now, here are a few quick actions that we can start practicing if we truly want to stop making excuses. Don't compare yourself to others. You are your own person, and you should embrace that. It's also important to note that your journey and the road you travel in life is going to be unique to you. Now, yes, some people may have an opinion, but as long as you are true to you, there's no need to make excuses. Don't overthink. Now, I'm telling you this as someone who is a certified overthinker. It's not worth it. So don't do it. As a matter of fact, I have a video here on my channel where i walk you through seven ways to stop overthinking and I'll leave a link to that down below if you haven't seen it. All right, number three is redefine success. I've learned that before you can make your goals a reality and really before you write your goals to begin with, you have to identify what success looks like for you. Now this is something that definitely challenged me when I started to identify some of the larger goals I have for myself because like most, I had this predetermined expectation of what success would look like for me. But as I continue to grow and learn on this journey, I'm a little taken back by the fact that sometimes success looks different than what I expected or hoped for. Sometimes it's not even close, but it feels right because it's true to me. A few weeks ago, I stumbled across this class on Skillshare by Kate Ahrens titled, Five Exercises to Make Your Big Goal a Reality, And the one thing that really stood out to me is how interactive her class is, because not only does she walk you through ideas and exercises in a way that's easy to understand, but she also provides these downloadable worksheets that I've worked through myself. Here's what she has to say about redefining success.
1: Oftentimes we look at success as something to achieve. And what we really want is a feeling of that we've accomplished something that matters to us. That doesn't always line up with what we think success will look like. You always hear about people who have achieved great things in their lives and they still feel like they have this empty hole inside them. This section is all about getting past that expectation of already knowing what success looks like for you. I found that this step is really key because most times we don't know ourselves as well as other people know us. Sort of that lifelong journey to get to know who we really are on the inside. Take, for example, me as an introvert. Turns out I have a passion and a love for connecting and teaching people. That goes against every aspect I ever thought about who I was as a person. I always thought I would be better off creating alone, not being a leader, not being an entrepreneur, not being in a place where I had to be extroverted all the time. And It turns out my zone of genius, I'm better at this because I am introverted.
0: Now, everything she said about being an introvert, but having a passion for connecting and teaching and sharing value with others is something that spoke to me directly. Because believe it or not, in the comfort of my own environment, I'm an introvert. And if you know me personally, then I'm sure you're aware of this already. But like Kate said, I feel like I'm better at this because I'm an introvert. (laughs) Anyways, regardless if you're an introvert or not, this is an awesome class and I definitely encourage you to check it out. All right, number four is write it down and speak it out loud. This is as straightforward as it gets. See, your goal is just an idea until you write it down. Now, I'm sure you've heard that before, but I wanted to share it with you again to serve as a reminder at the very least. See, when we write down our goals, something about the way we view them starts to change. They start to feel real, measurable, obtainable. We start to feel confident and capable. See, the trick to taking this to the next level is also speaking those goals out loud in confidence. Saying things like, I will, I can, I am. And steering away from saying things like, well, one day I'll do this. Or hopefully someday I plan to do that. See, change the way you talk, number one, and write down your goals, number two, As well as every action you need to take so you don't end up with just another idea. Number five is prioritize and make progress. Now this is a very important step that we have to make sure we don't skip. See, writing down your goals and speaking them out loud is an amazing start towards making your goals a reality, but it's only half the battle. The other half is prioritizing what to do and when to do it so we actually make progress. Now, I have a video here on the channel where I broke down how to set intentional goals and systems that I believe is going to be very helpful to you, so I'll leave a link to that down below, as well as a second video all about how to prioritize what matters, so definitely check those out if you haven't seen them. But really quick, here's some food for thought for you to chew on right now. You don't need more time in your day. You need to decide. I believe Seth Godin hit the nail on the head when he spoke these words because to me, this is the simplest way of saying, you need to prioritize your life without actually saying, you need to prioritize your life. See, you don't need more time in your day to make your goals a reality. You just simply have to decide which goals and which actions you're going to prioritize today. Well, I hope you found value in that quick conversation. And if I shared something that resonated with you and you want more, then I record longer, more in-depth episodes each week over on the Ronald L. Banks private podcast. Learn more and discover what's really good at patreon.com slash Ronald L. Banks. We'll talk again soon. Peace.